Are you ready to find the missing link in your wellness journey? Do you want to learn how specialized women-owned businesses can collectively help you achieve the goals you want for your mind, body, and soul? Hi, my name is Dr. Kelly Alhui, founder of Orthopelvic Physical Therapy, and Molly Atala, former teacher and manager of Orthopelvic. Together, we are on a mission to help women know that there is help for whatever their needs are. From cosmetic tattoo artists to naturopath doctors, we break down different methods and treatment that women may not know are available to them by drastically improving their quality of life. We believe that no one can achieve the results they desire going down one path with one practitioner. And that is why we come together to collaborate. This podcast is for all women, especially for those who want more information on improving their overall well-being and would like to learn about methods and treatment and care that they may be unaware of. So let us connect the pieces of the puzzle for you. While listening, you will learn about local female-run businesses and understand that when providers work together to have a collective approach, we can reach the best outcomes for you. Let's get into today's episode. Yeah. Um, let me see here. So obviously our, I think it would be helpful. Um, one, if you could kind of take us through, like, I guess, just pick a, pick a diagnosis and mm-hmm. uh, give us a fictional patient or, you know, tell sure. us kind of what that treatment would look like um, and how maybe that would be combined with us with like pelvic health PT. Um, so first of all, everything that I do, I cannot do my job without my pelvic floor PTs. I love you guys. I need you guys. It's so important. My, uh, I'm a huge advocate. I make sure all my patients understand that it's not something that they can choose to do. It's something that they have to do. It's essential as part of their treatment. Um, but you know, I, I mean, I had a patient that I saw today, so she's a 21 year old, um, history of clinical endometriosis, but never had surgery because her OB was like, ah, we don't really want to go down that road yet. Um, has had severe pelvic pain, cramping, um, with menstruation, but also at other times during the month where she's 21 years old, she still lives at home with her mom. She can't go to college because she like is too afraid of driving because if she has a pain flare, she like can't drive. Um, there's a lot of, you know, social stuff going on there. She refuses to date because Mm -hmm. she also has severe vaginismus to the point where I couldn't even do a full exam. Mm -hmm. Um, really traumatic speculum exam when she was a kid has never been able to tolerate tampons, that sort of thing. Um, so a lot going on there. Um, and so in terms of, you know, the things that, that we do to, to sort of treat that sort of thing. So the physiatry approach, you know, I focus on function, the muscles and the nerves. Those are really the things that, that, that I'm trained to do. Um, so I medicated suppositories are huge. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We, we do compounded medicated suppositories. I usually do a combination of two different muscle relaxers and a nerve pain medication. That's the way um, to go. Yeah, exactly. Really like kind of hit it, get everything going. Um, so for her, she's actually doing them rectally because she can't even get them in vaginally. Um, yeah. And then we do a therapeutic injection series, um, kind of a nerve block hydro dissection trigger point injection, um, to really focus on the nerves of the pelvic floor and also those muscles, but primarily we're trying to like open up space for those nerves to be able to 
get the blood flow back to really heal um, and reset sort of the chemistry that's happening with the, that aberrant firing of, of the pain signal, right? You've got mm-hmm. these nociceptors. It's like when you reach out to touch something hot on a stove, your hand is like, wow, that's hot. And you remove it. The problem with the pelvis is that it often sends that signal to the brain. The brain says, wow, that sucks. Let's get out of here. But it can't. And so mm. it kind of sends this bounce back round and around and around we go. And so we have to really cool off those nerves and reset them. Um, so we use medications in higher volumes to, to reset those sodium channels to kind of turn it off and turn it back on again, essentially. Um, it's kind of how I explain it to people because, you know, once you break that cycle, you can get out of it, right? You can mm-hmm. move on with it. We're not doing a treatment that's like, okay, now you have to come every two months or every three months for repeat series. We're trying to be like all at once, one and done, move on with your life. Um, so we do that. And then, you know, we work with the pelvic floor PTs. So for someone like her, um, making sure that she's very, very sensitive. So kind of just getting her comfortable, you know, um, I don't always have the luxury of seeing my patients one or two times per week. So I really rely heavily on the trust and rapport that the therapist builds with my patients, um, so that they can get more comfortable, really kind of open up understand a little bit more like because there's education at every appointment regardless of with the therapist or or your physician um and so you know eventually we'll kind of work towards dilator training and those sorts of things but um for now it's kind of getting her out of that pain cycle getting her kind of understanding that she can get better um and working her through some of that and Hopefully I'm very optimistic for her. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I actually just recently wrote, maybe last week or two weeks ago, wrote a blog post on vaginismus for our website because it is really interesting. I mean, I we do have like such a big, uh, like a large number of teen and early college mm-hmm. girls coming in with that. I mean, we've had patients who couldn't even, you couldn't even insert a Q-tip. Um, like not a pinky, not a nothing. Um, and yeah, nothing. And it's really phenomenal that they are getting treatment. That's absolutely amazing. But yeah, from, so like for this patient from the pelvic health PT side, um, we're really working on down training the nervous system, also working on that pain science approach of explaining, um, that there is, yeah, there is help for this issue that we're on the road. Like you do have control. We can do this with you and allowing them to really look forward to their appointments. I think it's really funny when I'm on the phone with people and I'm like, okay, great. Can't wait to see you later for a first appointment. And they're like, uh, yeah, can't say the same, but I'll see you. Um, and then they leave their appointment and they're like, wow, like this was so great. You gals are awesome. I'm like, yeah, it's not, you know, a pelvic exam from a pelvic health PT is not going to be um, a pap smear. You know, oh, like there's no speculum yeah. involved. It's yeah. all about listening to your body. So, if, mm-hmm. you know, if there's a little pressure or something like that, we're okay with that. Any burning, stinging, anything like that. Nope, we're out. Yep. Um, and so that's, yeah, it's really important to kind of listen to that. So you can, you know, build that trust and that comfort um, and get this patient, you know, from our side really lengthening and relaxing from the Mm -hmm. abdominals down through the inner thighs, those muscles, especially externally, there's so much we can do when there's nothing internal that can really help things. I mean, think about when you have tight muscles or areas in your body that have um, pain or injury, 
the rest of your body responds and compensates. And then you mm-hmm. have all of a sudden this like wonky highway going on of these like nerve signals <laughs> and everything is just, it's not, it's not a good thing. So if we can kind of get everything flowing and humming, that's always really helpful. And then, like you said, eventually, you know, working on that dilator training mm-hmm. and things like that. And for a patient like this, um, you know, eventually, doing like core work and adductor work and things like that, that are really going to benefit down the road. But that's like, that's the end, you know, that's kind of, (laughs) um, which is really, really interesting, but it is, it is really cool. And I do really appreciate that. I'm actually been contacting, if anybody knows anyone, I've been contacting a lot of organic cotton, like period product companies um, to see if I can also like share some of that vaginismus knowledge on like any of their blogs or things like that, because Mm -hmm. that typically is one of the first signs, as you know, of primary vaginismus of not being able to insert a tampon. Um, And so if we could actually approach this, especially doing, you know, we would not do anything internal on somebody, you know, under 18, but doing all the external things and stuff like that, that we could help. And we do have patients, um, with primary and secondary vaginismus. So either it's kind of always been that way, or Mm -hmm. we're talking about, you know, maybe it's after, um, a trauma to the body. So like a birth or something like that. Um, we do have patients, we'll give them strategies to insert, you know, like tampons, menstrual, this stuff like that. And we're doing it in the office. Like you're yeah. bringing those period products in, <laughs> um, and we're working on it and yeah. birth control, you know, like, um, things like diaphragms are coming back into mm-hmm. fashion of people who don't want like hormones and things like that. You cannot insert a diaphragm if you cannot insert a tampon. Right. Um, so like all these different types of things that we can work on together, which is really supportive, but yeah, I love the compounded suppository such a game changer. Oh my gosh. And there's so many different like mixtures that you can kind of, you know, that you can tailor to that patient. Yeah. I can put, I call the pharmacy and I'm just like, here's the patient. Like, do you think we could do this and we can make it out of anything? Like if people have sensitivities, I can add hyaluronic acid. I could add boric acid. I can make it anything that they need. This is where chef, chef Monica comes in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're, 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 we're cooking. We're cooking. (laughs) I love it. Um, my son, my mom, my son is home with my mom. She's our, our daycare right now. He's two and a half and they're making zucchini muffins today. And she asked, he was just like putting his finger in like dry flour, like raw flour and just putting it in. And she said, okay, we're going to measure three cups of flour. And so he like poured them out and everything. So he's like putting his little fingers of flour in his mouth. And she says, baby, what are you eating? And he says, Hmm cup flour. Like he didn't understand <laughs> like what's the difference. Um, yeah. but yeah, so I don't know that he'll be compounding any, anything anytime soon, not, but not yet, but maybe eventually, <laughs> not yet, maybe eventually. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then these patients too, like these, it's so wonderful because it gets to be like this huge success story and it's the same, like it's so mm-hmm. triumphant, whether it is you know, this 21 year old who's never been able to date or the 60 year old who's postmenopausal and has, has had pain with intercourse for 20 years, but it ramped up once that tissue thinned and the estrogen slowed and stuff like that. Um, it's just like so gratifying and it's really gratifying too. I feel like a lot of men, um, post like prostate procedures, like prostatectomy or like Mm -hmm. radiation to the area and things like that. Um, we're dealing with like pain and leakage and things Mm -hmm. like that. And it's so like, it's awesome. I do love, it it is great to work, um, with our male pelvic health patients as well. Like it really is so gratifying, um, because sometimes they have the roadblock to getting help of, um, it's not a men's issue. Right. So yeah, or there's like, awesome. you know, providers or therapists that don't, they don't see men. We don't treat that. We don't know. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you got to find the right, the right balance, the right 
right care for them and um, you know, things like leakage, like bowel or bladder leakage, it's so embarrassing. Like people don't want to talk yes, about it. They're yes. like, you know, talk about quality of life issue, like bladder yes. leakage when you sneeze or, you know, bowel leakage after a procedure that you never had before. Like yes. you stop leaving the house, you stop going out, you stop being intimate with your partner. Like it just mm-hmm. changes your life. It's so true. We had, and we always ask people for their goals, um, like before they come in mm-hmm. and a one patient who had been dealing with like some fecal incontinence after a procedure. Um, she's like, I just like, I, you know, I went on a, a hike recently with a girlfriend and I had like an episode and with some fecal incontinence and I was so embarrassed and like my goal on it, I just want to go for a walk with my girlfriends. Like, that's what I want to do. And I was like, oh, that's an amazing goal. Like, and we can do that. We'll we do it. Yeah. <laughs> we will get there. Yes, um, I, I yeah. love that. You're like, you, you know that you're confident that like they just needed to find you. And that now that they've found you, you're like, oh, thank God you're here. We can fix this. <laughs> exactly. And it's just so it's nice to be in that position as you are as well, of course, to just share like you know, this is common, but it's not normal. We got to get that function. We got to make sure everything is just really humming in your system. And it is really life-changing and it's cool to see, um, like that mind body connection of feeling when they feel more autonomous and more in the driver's seat with their care and healing from their issues, like Mm -hmm. just how that, you know, how that will progress from the first time you see them to the last time you see them. Their personalities change. They become like whole different people. You know, sometimes chronic pain makes people angry. It makes people sad. It, you know, adds a whole depth. So they'll come in and they'll be cranky with the front desk or with the MAs. And then they start to get better. And all of a sudden it's like a whole new person. And you're like, yeah, see, like, this, Absolutely. This it's like, a, it's like a musical. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. People really just like skip on in. Yeah. The sun's shining that. now. <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> is there anything new? So from your practice, anything you, and you guys are on uh, Instagram. So if somebody does it, I mean, they have a great website as well. Um, but they are also on Instagram at pelvic rehabilitation. If you're looking Mm -hmm. for an access point there, but I would say they have great stuff on their website as well. Um, is there anything new that you guys are working on? You do always have, you do take really good data from your patients. Um, that might be a nice thing to share. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, basically we're always collecting data. So the big thing about pelvic health is that there just isn't very much peer reviewed information out there. So kind of what we do is undervalued, it's underappreciated, it's undertreated. Um, and so we're kind of always constantly trying to get our name out there to kind of push like, hey, this is who we are. This is what we're able to do. Um, every patient that comes in and the way that our notes are written, it all is collected as data. So some of our most recent papers we've published, we now have like, you know, 4,000 patients that we've studied that, um, you know, Dr. Shrikande always says like, at this point, we have more data than I have like time to get it published. So yeah. um, it's just super important. We're, you know, publishing things on on painful bladder syndrome and IC, um, sort of functional outcomes with, you know, sort of this multimodal approach that I'm talking about. So sort of our procedures, our medications, physical therapy, um, the mind connection, that CNS neuromodulation. Um, so we're starting to try to publish more papers about the fact that it has to be work, it has to be treated together. It can't be one piece here and one piece here. It has to, everybody has to work together, the patient included. I mean, the patient's the center of it. Um, but so getting that data out there is super important. And it's something that we're really, really working on. Um, the website definitely does. There's a lot of videos. There's a lot of just like really good information for patients out there um, just to kind of get a feeling for, sometimes people read it and then it makes them feel like, oh, okay, this is, 
this is the right place. This is the problem I'm having. Like I saw it on your website and now I know that I am going to the right place. Um, So kind of (laughs) encouraging patients in that way because they're like, I don't know if this is even my problem. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Yeah, no, honestly, that that research and and publishing that is so incredibly important. Mm -hmm. It is, as you said, totally under-researched, undervalued. Um, I mean, I have like, what was that like recent, um, that recent induction study that came out that was like, if you induce at 39 weeks, you'll have a, like a 3%, uh, you know, C-section reduction rate, which is like nothing. Like, why did yeah. we take data on this? What even is this? What a waste of time. Yeah, How much what money is... did we spend doing this? Oh uh, yeah. I don't even, I don't even want to know. I don't yeah. want to know. Um, don't, but don't yeah, that's me. not, it's, it's not, not valuable. Um, but yeah, and this, this is really, really valuable and it's really great to actually collect that and put it out there, which mm-hmm. is beautiful. Yeah. Um, Monica tell, so I'll, I guess I'll tell people where to find you, which would be, yeah. you know, at pelvic rehabilitation uh, on Instagram. I think, are you pelvic rehabilitation medicine.com? Just pelvic rehabilitation. Just pelvic rehabilitation.com. Yeah. Okay, perfect. They're consistent. Yes. Um, I'll, and Dr. Shrikande, sorry to, we didn't say earlier, that is the founder. Oh um, yeah. And sorry. she's the. Yeah. She's the big boss um, yes, behind she, it. She's, she's killing it. She founded it. She had postpartum pelvic pain and couldn't get the treatment she wanted. So she made it herself. So you want a woman boss. That's the, the ultimate yes, in my opinion. Yes, <laughs> I completely agree. Uh, well, thank you so much for this time. I had the, like truly the time of my life talking about this stuff. It's so fun. You're such a delight. I'm sure just listening to you, um, people who are going to reach out and they are in Bethesda, but you know, it's, it's the DMV. You gotta, you, you drive where you drive. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, she is an, an absolute delight, but I'm super excited to find out. Um, Dr. Zeroli, who is your celebrity crush? So our silly little wrap-up question. This is the easiest one on earth. It's Ewan McGregor. It has mm. always been Ewan McGregor. It will always be Ewan McGregor. He's my guy. He gets better with age. <laughs> I was just going to say, do you have like a specific period or as you age, as he ages, you're aging together. We're aging together, I think. I mean, this, Beautiful. you know, Ewan McGregor is Obi-Wan Kenobi, the new one. I'm like, mm-hmm. he's still got it. He's still it. That's my guy. He's real cute. I mean, uh, yeah, take it back to like Moulin Rouge. Good times. Oh God. Woo. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh my Maybe goodness. not so much train spotting you and McGregor, but <laughs> yeah, I think we could probably take that one off the list, but yeah. you know, August rush. Um, well, thank you so much, Dr. Zerulli. Again, this was a delight. Thank you so I'm super much excited. For having me. Yes, I want to get this info to the people and then please come back on anything, you know, yeah. anything you want to talk about. You're welcome. Talk about something else. Who knows? There's there always go. there's always something. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much again. And I hope you have a beautiful week. Thank you. Bye. If you like this podcast, please download, share, and review so that we can continue to share our mission more widely and support even more women and women-owned businesses on their wellness journey and self-care journey. You can also find us at www.orthopelvicpt.com on Instagram and YouTube at OrthopelvicPT and on TikTok at OrthopelvicPT1. At OrthopelvicPT, we are primarily pelvic health therapists that practice treating hip pain, low back pain, leakage, postpartum, pregnancy, pubic symphysis dysfunction, prolapse, tailbone pain, and the list goes on and on. Whether you are struggling with acute pain or chronic issues, we would love to chat with you and recommend the next steps of just giving us a call and we'd love to chat today.
Thank you.